I think I'm here. Woo! <laughs> oh my goodness. That was like Panic City. I know. Hey, it's all good. It's just technology, right? You just stop, delete, and you start all over again. Yeah. Well, I thank you for your patience. This is Instagram is I'm fairly I'm just now being active on Instagram, so I have a lot to learn. So I appreciate your patience with me. <laughs> Girl, what are you talking about? You had a reel that went viral with over a million views. You know what, Tony? It's almost at 1.6. I can't even believe it. <laughs> I can't awesome. even believe it. Okay. Let me let me do the proper introduction and I'll shut up real quick. So um, you and I have known each other for, for quite some time. I adore you and your husband. Um, you know, you're, you're a military spouse. You're a, uh, a salon owner. And you picked this up and you ran with it. And you, you and Michael honestly have been some of my favorite people I've ever met through this business. But what you share, your tangibles, your, I know you're on Clubhouse almost every Monday morning when we do that at 8 a.m., sharing your non-negotiables. And I just love the way that you do that. You, you have a natural uh, cadence to educating. So I'm just going to let you take over. What did you learn from Todd Duncan? All right. Well, that's uh, thank you for the nice introduction. But before I get started on what I took away, I want to just say thank you for you being the leader that you are. You show up every single day and you coach and mentor people. I'm like way down. I don't know, probably seven or eight layers deep. And yet you still pour into me and people on my team. And it's people like you that make me want to work harder because I love that you epitomize um, in, in a word, you know, all the 14 laws that we learned from Todd Duncan, you epitomize. And that is you're about relationships. And I love that about you. And I aspire so much to be like you because it really is about relationships. So I've got a lot of things. I actually took notes <laughs> and uh, redid my notes and um, borrowed my husband's notes because Mike actually got to accompany me to Miami. And it's amazing how the same person can send the message and we each drew something different uh, from it. What I love about my husband is he writes things down. He takes meticulous notes and then we have conversations almost every night about what we learned and how our day went and where we can improve. And I didn't realize until that this seminar, how important those skills were and how I don't do it consistently enough. So bear with me when I go through this and hopefully I can get through without crying. <laughs> so I'm gonna start with the very first law, which is the law of the iceberg. And um, according to Todd Duncan, it's the truest measure of your, your success, which is invisible by your clients because the majority of the real success comes on the inside not the outside and um, it's not about the money it's really about the money will come when you take care of your people and that is a philosophy uh, well the money never came in the army I'll just say that but the, our philosophy was you take care of your people and the people will take care of you so it aligns with my values um, that my husband and I as a, a, a command team shared for 30 years uh, he is retired now well, he was retired. He started back another job and he's in that, that storming, norming, learning and trying to find his niche and place and rhythm. And I felt like, um, you know, I went back to school at age 50 to become a hairstylist. I opened my salon and I will be honest with you. If somebody would have approached me about Monet before I became a hairstylist, I would have probably turned down the opportunity. Not because I didn't believe in network marketing. I definitely believe in the, the business model, but because I had done that and although I had okay success my salon was my baby but I had a couple clients that had challenges in their hair 
And this is really important to the story because it's where I am at now, okay? Um, I had they had challenges in their hair and nothing I had access to from a professional perspective helped. And I kept seeing the results, 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 results. So for almost 30 days, the, the days are, are really loud with me because um, it was the 1st of January, my husband was in Iraq. And from the 1st through the 27th, I studied Monet, everything I could at night because it was hard to sleep. I researched, I researched, I researched, and I didn't see anything negative about Monate. If you hear anything, if you're new to Monate and you're hearing this, anything you hear that's negative about Monate is a bunch of baloney. It's not true. So I actually signed up to get a volume system for free at 1135 on January 27, 2017. I remember it because it was that volume system. I didn't want to lose that opportunity. I hadn't even tried the product. At the time, the company was growing quickly and it took almost a month to get my product pack. And the only reason why I remember that is because my husband was coming home on his two week leave on the day that my product pack arrived. And just for a few minutes, I had this like, oh man, you know, I want to dive into these products and my husband was coming home. So luckily I have a team player. My husband saw my passion and he helped me uh, mail out 60 sets of samples while he was home on leave. So he's a trooper from the beginning. I know, I know, and that's and that was the beginning. So I worked my business. I thought, you know, I made it to um, I believe MMB in my smart start period, and then I stayed flat because I, my focus was my salon and my chair got really busy um, because people wanted a hairstylist that loved Monet. So for all you hairstylists out here that are watching this and you're not on board, you need to jump on board. Like seriously, it was the best thing for my business. However. What I realized that, you know, as I approach 59, that being a hairstylist is hard on the body. And as I watched my mom who, um, who lives alone now, my dad passed away, my why became very, very, very clear to me that I needed to be flexible in my schedule. And when you have clients needing their hair done, you lose your flexibility. So during the pandemic, Monet made me realize just how important it was for my flexibility. So I've been on this journey of self-improvement. It started with your 75 day hard challenge. Thank you for that. I needed that kick in the ass. Oh, can I say that? Okay. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and then um, I also invested in some other education that I'm just a sponge for learning. And so to qualify for this trip at this point in my history, because I've been with money for five years and I stayed flat, right? Because I wasn't focused on it. I, you've, you told me the first day you met, met me that if you want this, no excuses, zero excuses. And it took me five years to get here, Tony. I finally figured out what my why was. And it comes down to a single emotion and um and it's about relationships right it's how we make people feel it's about feeling relevant and it all ties into what todd said yes exactly big heart right here and um what's similar to monate that i feel as a military spouse is whenever we move to an installation we had an immediate group of friends you know you were moving into your house and somebody you never even met was bringing you dinner or bringing you cookies or bringing you a welcome gift and when we moved here that was missing in my life and it wasn't until i got involved with money that i realized oh my gosh that's what i need i need the relationships in my life and so i'm going to start with the law of the iceberg that's where it all begins right people don't realize that what you see at the surface is only a small portion of what happens. And in this industry, because we get so many no's, you've got to do your homework. You've got to do that personal development. You've got to learn the skills. So I'm going to equate it to when I went to cosmetology school. You know, I went back at age 50. And so they taught us cutting processes. Like here's a, you know, a 
uh, a one length, here's a layered, here's a stack, all these different skills that I had to learn so that I could look at a haircut, apply multiple skills, techniques, I guess is the uh, a better word, and to create a haircut. And that's the same thing with, to me, the law of the iceberg, right? We've got to develop all these skills, whether it's how to deal with oppositions, how to just believe in yourself is a big, huge one, right? How to, you know, communicate when you're, you've, you've got different views from somebody on your team. All those things are working underneath the surface, right? And so um, I love that, that this basically this law is about um, creating all this perfecting all the skills and identifying where your strengths are where your weaknesses are and um, and then you can rise up out of the surface right mm -hmm. however you got to have a strong foundation so you've got to be comfortable talking to people people don't know this about me I'm actually very introverted um, I like to think that I'm a trained extrovert I am so shy that as a young girl, I became a ventriloquist because I couldn't speak in front of my peers. So um, I had a lot of work to do to get to where I am right now. And it took me 58 years. I can't even believe it. The good news is, is you're never too late, right? The iceberg that you see from the front represents what's going on on the outside. Your, you know, your sales, your position, your rank and all that. But typically only 10% of what we see is on top of the surface. 90% is underwater, you guys. And the good news is, if you've got weaknesses, nobody has to see it. You can develop it into a strength with commitment and dedication and showing up every single day. It's the foundation in which we build our business. So I love the law of the iceberg. And um, it's necessary so that you can feel confident, right? And then you can create more belief in yourself. You've got to create that in yourself before you can share it. So the next law, which really had an impact on me, was the law of courtship right it's about chemistry you know i can tell you the moment that i met my husband i loved him i didn't know i was going to be married to him i didn't know i was going to be you know the father of his children or have this adventurous life but we had a courtship and that's how i feel about money right from the moment i tried the products i loved them and i had to first identify the skills that i needed to love myself enough to share it so in order for me to have healthy relationships with my team members, with my customers, I have to love myself first. And that's where the courtship begins. And then that courtship extends. Like if I didn't love myself, I wouldn't have a relationship with my husband. Right? I would sabotage it. So it's the same thing. Before we can start a courtship with our clients, with our customers, with our team members, we have to identify those strengths in ourselves and and um, also look at the things that we can improve on because love and relationships is, is not one dimensional, right? And so it starts with conversation, but not all conversation is equal. So in a courtship, as you're getting to know your loved one, your, your significant other, it's the same with your customers. And you know what, Tony, what I find really interesting is I did not connect this dot until Todd spoke to us. When I have a client in my chair for the very first time, it's going to be a three hour appointment. The first hour is all about the consultation and making sure that I understand what she wants or what, uh, what, you know, and, and if we can get there in how many sessions and they're involved in every part of the decision. Like I even like how much I cut off their hair, I'm taking a picture of it. I'm like, okay, here's what I recommend. I know you want it here, but look at this. It's about understanding and asking the right questions so that I can have a deeper relationship with them as a client. But I did not think about doing that beyond my studio. 
So I'm going to take this entire concept and apply it. I'm good about taking care of my VIP customers, and I feel like I'm good about uh, supporting my um, market partners, but I got a lot of work and improvement to do and making sure I completely understand what's motivating their heart because their success is important to me, and I don't know that I share that enough. So that courtship with my team, um, I definitely am uh, working. I've been working on it, but I didn't realize the significance of it until this weekend, and so I'm grateful for that. You know, you get the courtship, then it's going to convert, right? You're going to get people wanting to work their business. You're going to get people wanting to join your team, but you have to get past the all the little surface level conversations. And, um, and it can be time consuming, but also when you're doing that, you're kind of discerning, you know, like if you're, if, if you're looking for team members, right? We all want to have great team members that you want to run with. I call them my battle buddies, right? And, um, but sometimes you may not, find that like if it's through discussion and a lot of deep discussion that you understand that you guys your values line up and so part of this process allows you to interview them and they're interviewing you and and then you're wanting to create that chemistry and um and that's what's going to drive a business right your business and their business when there's that chemistry and then you can collaborate and that's kind of like I look at collaboration as my way of on-the-job training. So we start doing Meet Monet's together, and eventually they're going to break off and do their own. You know, my team has something going on every day between now and the 18th of March, and normally I'm the one that always starts it. We do go, we go live twice a day, and now I have team members going live together without me. And if we do go live, they're starting the live, and I'm jumping in. And those are all ways I'm trying to collaborate with them and build their confidence. And also, you know, we have team meetings and we, uh, I could have created a schedule that I thought was perfect, but no, we, what I tried to do was let's get your input. Here's something that I put in place that I makes sense to me, but let's, it's all adjustable. It's all a working document. And we just kind of work through what we thought was a priority. That's how you build leaders. And that's what I'm trying to do. And what it does is I think it hope I I'm hoping that it just builds certainty that no matter what i'm always going to be there for them right that i'm going to be here i'm in this relationship for the long haul um, as an older market partner i have um more mature women on my team and um, i like to think we're like wine we get better with age right but we also can come with health issues and things like that and so i have to be sensitive to that so for as many people i have working my business their business um, i have other people that are having to take a back seat to their business because they're they're, you know, taking care of their health, which is the most important thing. I still check in with them. I still let them know that I'm here for them and that I love them. So anyways, um, let's see here. It, when you're focused on relationships, it's definitely more time consuming. But I think the time that you invest getting to know people makes the relationships lifelong. And that's what I'm looking for. Lifelong, I want to know about your families. I want to know when your child's getting baptized or your grandchild in my case, it's mostly grandchildren now, you know, those kinds of things. And um, it's important that they understand that what goes on in their life is important to me because that's where the true part and the, the blessing is in this business to me is about those relationships. The next business is, or the next law that really impacted me was the hourglass. Am I giving you what you want, Tony? I hope I am. Oh, my God, this is so good. Okay, I just want to make sure. Um, the hourglass, and it's funny, for Christmas this year, I sent my team members a little 15-minute hourglass. Um, and I did that because sometimes our life can feel overwhelming, and you can get a lot done in 15 focused minutes, you know. 
And um, one of the things that Todd said, and th so the, the hourglass, the law of the hourglass and the law of the, um, where they go? The law of the le leverage, to me, they go kind of go hand in hand. So the law of the hourglass basically um, helps you manage your time. Time is really not manageable, but if you don't have a plan going into it, you're never going to manage your time. My husband is very, very disciplined. He can tell you where every minute of his day goes. Me, not so much. It's something I'm working on because I get distracted. Um, if I see a problem, I want to solve it right away rather than having a set time to solve that problem. So those are things that I'm working on, you know, and um, one of the things that Todd said was if you get up an hour earlier every day at the end, you know, at the end of the year, you have 365 hours more time to accomplish something. So I'm going to be honest with you, Tony. All right. My husband and I for 30 years woke up between 4.30 and 5 a.m. I do not have any motivation to work at, wake up at 4.35 <laughs> anymore. If I can snuggle with my husband until 6.45, because like during your challenge, we had to be up by seven, it was 6.45. I was getting up at 6.45 so I could be ready to go because that was my commitment. And I would um, say that you guys paid your dues. <laughs> but here's what I took from that lesson, right? The hourglass is you need to carve out a specific time every day to be focused, to, to reevaluate and, um, and see what systems don't work, which also ties in the, the law of the broom, right? Don't, so what he encourages you to do is every hour, go 55 minutes and take five minutes to reevaluate what you're doing. Because if you're doing something that's not productive, then why keep doing it? Don't wait till the end of the day and realize you just wasted six hours doing nothing. So I, I, I they all kind of wrap, it's what's hard about these, uh, these laws is they're so intertwined. And so, you know, you, you pull from what you can and you make it work. So the hourglass um, is a great way. I actually had an hour hourglass, right? And my husband saw it and he goes, hmm, and he took it. So now my husband has the hourglass and I have the 15 minutes, which actually kind of aligns with our personalities if you know my husband. So anyways, what I love about the law of the ladder is that it states the success you achieve is directly related to the steps that you conceive. And I like the symbol of a ladder one. It's narrow. The steps are pointing up, right? And you have to take a step to get higher and higher and higher. And if you're being distracted, guess what? You have the potential to fall off the ladder. So I love that that law of the ladder basically um, ties closely to the law of the leverage, which means you need somebody to hold you accountable right? So that you don't get distracted. So you don't fall off the ladder. And if you don't have a plan, you're, you're never going to get up the ladder. You're going to stay down at the bottom step. And so they kind of all intertwine. So my husband is now my, um, my uh, leverage. So we have a meeting and I have to give him my plan for the month. And then every week we do like an after actions review of the previous week. And then we go forward and we kind of tweak the goals for the next week. And every night before we go to bed, we spend time discussing our day and how we can do things better, how we can support each other. And um, yeah, it's so that's what I took. And the last thing I will tell you, during the last um, 75 days, uh, 80 days, we learned a lot about the word fear, right? Overcoming our fears. And one of the things that he said was fear is feeling excited and ready. And I love that that's an acronym. There's a lot of great acronyms for the word fear, but that one coming off of Miami really resonated with me. So I'm super excited. 
I'm a SED in the making woman. Yes, you are. <laughs> so that's all I got for you. I hope I didn't ramble too long. <laughs> well, no, you did not ramble at all. And I love the fact that you took those, those 14 key things and picked out the ones that were most important to you. The other thing is, is that it sounds like Mike needs to create kind of like a, a program and share it with people that, that struggle with time management because a lot of us that are creatives or, you know, we're, we're very social, a lot of uh, blue personalities in this business probably could use some really great tips from somebody who's, you know, as organized as he is. And you've always said that about him. And that's why I think you guys are such a powerhouse team working, you know, working this together or him behind the scenes is that he has, and it's the same with Jay. He has skill sets that I don't have. And that's the same with you and Mike. And so that's why we, we, well, sometimes we butt heads, but for the most part, I let him live in his craft and I live in mine. And then, you know, it's that fusion. Right. Yeah. But, you, go you ahead. Know what, so you, want, you know what, Tony, when uh, the pandemic first hit and I had to close my studio, it gave Mike and I an opportunity. He was recently retired. And so we sat down and we kind of created this eight week boot camp for our team. And it's something that's mutating. It's almost overwhelming. I think, you know, I think looking back, I could, I, if I could break that down into weekly little chunks of easier things that may be more, um, uh, I'm like an all or nothing when I want to jump in. And so give me all the information and let me, let me work through it. But not everybody's like that. And so I have, I'm, I'm we're in the process of tweaking it. But one of the things that Mike did was he helped me identify my why. And I remember getting so angry with him, like crying. Like that's how I would express my anger because, I, you know, I said, my mom's my why. You know, the, when my dad passed away, we found out their insurance agent was corrupt. And so everything my mom thought she had in her nest egg was gone. And he's like, well, we can take care of her without that. What, what's going to keep you motivated? What's going to keep you getting up every single day? And I'm like, that's enough. And he goes, no, it's not. What happens when, you know, the, we all only have a limited time on this earth, you know? And I'm like, and I got mad at him and he, he just kept making me peel back those layers after layers after layers. And it wasn't until we did the boot camp with you that I got it down to a single emotion. And um, I'm forever grateful for that. I feel on fire. Yeah. You, you know what? I, I see it in you. I see it in the way you speak. I, I saw it at, you know, I, I saw it in you when we were in Miami, but you know, um, it, it sounds like Mike and Jay need to sit down and have a scotch together or something like that because they're <laughs> wired very similar. Yeah. And he does the same exact thing to me. And it, it, it just like, he knows how to get me to, 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 you know, bring it forward. And so that's, we need those people in our lives. Who's going to challenge us. Who's going to hold us accountable. Yep. And that's the one great thing about having a really great accountability partner. You've got to find one. Oh my goodness, Tony! When when we were doing the ninety uh, the seventy five day challenge and we had to walk outside every night, sometimes it was it was close to midnight and it was nineteen degrees. And he's like, "Come on, let's go!" I'm like, "All right, let's go," you know. And I'm grateful that I have a partner that is willing to do that. But if you don't have a partner like that, find somebody because there's somebody out there for you. You know, that's Absolutely. what I would tell. Absolutely, hundred percent. In social media, you can you can find accountability partners. You can find accountability accountability partners. Sorry. I have been talking since like 10 o'clock straight till this call today. Uh, it, it, literally anywhere, you guys, you just have to ask. Right. You really do. But so it's all Angela, about, go ahead. No, I said it's, but really it boils down to finding the people that you want to spend time with 
and holding each other accountable. It's a, it all boils down to the R word, which is relationships. And you embody that. I'm so inspired by you. And I'm so grateful that you're, you lead so many of us with a, such a gracious heart. Thank you so much. And you guys, so uh, I know that some people hopped on late. Um, you guys can just click in, uh, on Angie's profile. You can go right to her Instagram. That's how you can follow her. Uh, Angie, is there any other, you know, specific place that people can find you if they want to connect? So I'm also on Facebook with the same handle, Angela Cavalli Harris. And okay. um, th those are the two places that you can find me. Fantastic. Fantastic. And you guys, if you want to connect further, you want to hear about all these calls that we're doing up and coming. I'm doing this 90 day sprint. Um, also too, with our new courses that we're coming out with our new training, um, everything that we're having to offer, click on the link in bio and let's make sure that you guys are getting all of this information first and foremost. And I, I just thank you guys so much for tuning in today and pure gold. So I'm going to end the live. I'm going to post it to IGTV. I'm going to tag you. Um, you guys, please share this. If you found value in it, share it with your team, share it on social media. And I love all of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, um, thank you. and I will, I'll see you in Vegas. Yes, you will. All right, sister. I'll see you in a few weeks. Love you. Yes. Love you too. Bye. Bye. -bye.